Welcome to the podcast to amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 97 of the podcast to amplify show. I hope you're doing well. In today's episode, I am dishing out some truth. You kind of know that because you would have read the title for this episode. It's all going to be said with love, but I think it's time that I bust the common misconception that business owners have around needing a huge podcast listenership in order to convert into their high ticket offers. I see this come up in two different ways. So way number one is either someone who has wanted to start a podcast, but this misconception, this belief is holding them back because they need, they think they need thousands of listeners to make it worthwhile. Or two, someone launches their podcast and immediately are asking questions around growth. So how do I grow my podcast? Where I'm like, "Uh, can we take a hot minute? Can we just adjust to launching and finding our sort of new normal? Because podcasting, as much as it's fun, it is something new. For some of us, it can be a bit nerve wracking. We have to find our confidence. We have to find our stride. And so when my clients come to me with that sort of approach, I'm very much like, "Eh, can we give it 60 to 90 days? Um, And another thing in regards to this is I am of the firm belief that your next client is usually already in your audience. Now, I want to share an example of what this looks like by using one of my clients as an example. When Natalie came to me at the start of the year, She had about 8,000 followers on Instagram. They were pretty engaged. She had an email list and she really wanted a podcast, you know, to streamline her marketing, but most importantly, to really connect on a deeper level with her audience. It felt like the right time to launch her show. And she really wanted to create a space where she could really deliver value and have her audience pour into her and get those sort of like mini transformations. And so she worked with me in my VIP day model. We launched her show early February. In line with her launch plan, we released the trailer two weeks before the podcast episodes. And within 48 hours of the trailer going live, she had hit six different charts, right? But most importantly, she converted her first client from her podcast by episode five. So that's in less than 30 days. Did she have a huge podcast listenership? No. While she might have had a huge Instagram following, not all of her followers 
transferred over to the podcast. And so with a handful of engaged listeners and a handful of downloads per episode, she converted her first client from a podcast by episode five into her five-figure coaching one-to-one program. Okay, I share that with you to really emphasize the point that when it comes to converting your podcast listeners into your high-ticket offers, size really doesn't matter. It's a bit like Instagram, right? I remember when I came into this space, I saw everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people with these massive followers, like 10K followers, 8K followers. And I thought that's what I needed to do. But I quickly learned that actually, just because someone's got 10K followers, 20K followers, 50K followers, they could actually not be making nada, not a dime from their Instagram profile. And so, yeah, you've got all these followers, but who really gives a shit? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's the same for your podcast. It's just a a vanity metric. What really, really matters when it comes to podcasting is having an engaged audience. So if you have 30 followers, subscribers to your podcast who listen to your podcast every week, I want you to celebrate that. Because if those 30 people were at a retreat with you, how would that feel, right? It might feel like a small number in the online business space, but actually 30 people who tune in to hear you say what you have to say, to hear your message week after week after week, they're engaged. That means they love you. That means they're really tuned in to what you're going to say. And so your content needs to convert those 30 people, not necessarily the Jane, Sophia's and Patricia's that you're trying to find in the online space. Now, I'm not saying not to grow your audience, but when it comes to converting your podcast listeners, they are already in your audience, especially when you've launched. So when you've launched your show, it's your existing community that are going to tune in. So you're going to market it on your Instagram, you'll market it in your Facebook group, you'll share it with your email list, LinkedIn, Pinterest maybe as well. So whoever already follows you on all the marketing platforms that you currently use are the ones who are going to be early subscribers of your show. So let's not dismiss them and go looking for more. Let's nurture them. Let's convert them. Because as I said, having a smaller but engaged audience can actually be more profitable than having a large and unengaged audience. So that's something that we're going to be talking about in depth in today's episode. Plus, I'll be sharing what you need to focus on to build a podcast for conversion. Okay, so let's first of all dig into what converting from a podcast looks like. So I'm not a sales coach, <laughs> but having worked with many, many clients over the last couple of years, I have identified or begun to understand the podcast listener journey. And of course, I have converted clients from this podcast as well. And when people reach out to me, my number one question is, well, how did you hear from me? And there's lots of different ways. It's sometimes a referral, sometimes it's a search. And so I've got over the over time, 
a bit of an understanding around that what I call the podcast listener journey. And I think it's really, really important to share this with you. I'll be brief, but I want you to really understand what happens from someone finding your show to you converting that person. And it's very, very similar to the buyer's journey. I'm sure you've heard about the buyer's journey when it comes to sales, as in stage one is around awareness or discovery. So they learn about your podcast, whether that's through search. So maybe they typed in a term in Google or in the podcast player apps. And if your SEO game is like, then you're found in search. Maybe they, you were recommended to them. Or maybe through your marketing on social media or Pinterest, wherever it might be that you promote your show, that's where they learn about your podcast. So that's the discovery phase. And then they find your show. And stage two is around consideration. Now, consideration is they're kind of thinking about, is it the right show for them? And this is something that I really labor the point to my clients around first impressions are so important. And it really starts with your cover art. We want cover art that stands out. We saw we're talking bright colors, you know, a picture of you that's engaging and, you know, really shows your personality and all that kind of stuff. Your name, your podcast name should speak to your ideal client slash listener. So we don't want like, you know, fancy dancy, clever podcast names. We want your listener to find your show, see your podcast name, be attracted by the cover art and be like, yes, that's for me. They then will tap on that cover art and either read the description or listen to the trailer, or maybe they'll do both. This is why those pieces are really, really important because they all feed into each other. Now, if that all like, you know, ticks the boxes for them, they'll move on to stage three which is decision. They will decide to listen to an episode. So this might be an episode. So if you marketed, if you promoted a specific episode that week, it's likely that that's the episode that they'll listen to. Of course, if you came up in a search and your episode came up specifically around that search term, then that's the episode that they'll listen to. And that is where your content needs to do the work. We'll come on to all of that in the next episode where you, I talk about aligning your content with your offers, but I just want to make that really important. So once they hit play, that's the sweet spot. We now want to give them content that meets them where they're at so that they can move on to stage four, which is the buy-in, the hook, right? They're loving what you're saying. They move from listening to one episode to listening to three episodes, listening to 10 episodes, It's called the Netflix effect. That's what I like to call it, where they just binge and they become stage five. They become one of your most loyal fans. They hit subscribe and they listen to your episodes every week. They might even share it with a biz bestie. Those in my world are the five stages of your podcast listener journey. Now it's very, very rare that someone will listen to one episode and sign up for your five-figure offer. I must put that out there. Let's manage expectations carefully. 
that is very, very unlikely, which is why when I work with my launch clients, we launch with three. So going back to my client case study example earlier, we launched with three. Episode four came out a week later. Episode five came out a week after that. So within two weeks, my client had converted someone into a five-figure one-to-one program. So that was five episodes. And those five episodes were all live. So I am assuming that what that client did was binge those five. I believe she was a complete stranger to my client. She wasn't following her on Instagram. She was completely um, new to her. And so that is the power of podcasting, if done the right way. So conversion could really happen anywhere between stage four and stage five. So they've subscribed, they've become a raving fan, a loyal listener, or it might happen after. Maybe they need to have a bit of time. I know for me, I've had a few clients subscribe to my show. They listen and I know they listen because they message me. They'll send me a DM on Instagram, or if I post something about a podcast episode, they'll respond to that story to say they've listened and this was their biggest takeaway. And when they are ready to take action, if that's two months from now, six months from now, nine months from now, I had someone move in two weeks, right? It's when they are ready, but your content needs to be able to position you as the expert so that when they're ready to move, whether it's a time factor, whether it's a financial factor, they already know who they're going to. You're it. You're the person that they know can help them with their problem. But the circumstances, the logistics just need to line up. It needs to be the right time. The money needs to be in the bank, whatever it is, right? When they're ready to move, they will move. They will take the desired action you tell them to take. So that is kind of, you know, what the podcast listener journey looks like. So now let's kind of talk around why having a small but engaged audience can be more profitable than having large and, well, you can have large and engaged, but that doesn't necessarily mean conversions. Okay. So quality over quantity. I'm sure we, you know, we hear this term a lot, especially when it comes to content marketing. Like you don't have to post five times on Instagram, like five times a week on Instagram. You can post twice a week, but post quality content. The same in relation to this topic. You want to make sure you have the right people in your podcast audience versus a lot of people. Because when it comes to converting your podcast listeners into clients, the focus is around making sure that you are speaking to the right person. That's the thing we want. It's not about the numbers. It's about the quality of people in your audience and making sure you're creating the right content for them. Like We don't want a bunch of people who love your podcast, but don't take action right? Because yes, our podcast is a way to deliver value, to serve our audience. But we know as the expert that they will get so much more transformation if they take action, if they invest in themselves, if they seek the support that they need to take them from the problem they're experiencing now 
to where they want to be. That is the purpose of our podcast. And so it's really, really important. Instead of focusing on how many people are listening, we need to focus on building a podcast for conversion. Now, there's lots of different factors that can influence your conversion rates. Earlier, I spoke to you about the podcast listener journey, and I believe that conversion usually happens between stage four and stage five. But there's a lot that goes into those stages. Like I mentioned earlier, we want to meet our audience where they're at. And that's why it's really, really important that you know your audience. I talked about this in the last episode um, where we talked about the five must ask questions you need to answer before you start your podcast, before thinking about tech, all that stuff. So if you haven't listened and you're planning your podcast launch, please head on back to that episode and listen to it. But one of those things is around your ideal client. I talked about how you should go below the surface of their demographics and their psychographics, but also have a think around what their attributes are, what their interests are, and most importantly, what are their problems? What are they struggling with? What are their objections to working with you? What are their desires, right? So if you are a, I don't know, a nutrition coach, for example, maybe your client's biggest problem is that she wants to eat better, but doesn't know how. And her biggest desire would be to have a balanced diet where she knows she's healthy. She feels that she's healthy. I have no idea about nutrition, guys, so just roll with me. But you kind of see what I mean. So knowing that level of detail, like you need to know your ideal listener, who you're speaking to on your podcast inside and out. This is what will help you create content that speaks directly to where they're at in their journey. So you're speaking directly to what they need to hear and also positions you as the expert and positions your offer as the solution to their problem. I know, I know some of you listening might be, but I don't want to leave anyone out. I get it. I have been there with some of my clients and I promise you, by niching your podcast, you're not alienating anyone. By really niching down, you're able to tailor your messaging and your content to resonate. This is how you get past the, oh, I love your podcast, but people not taking any action. They need to resonate with your content so deeply. They need to be able to see the benefits and what they can get. Like if you're given all this great information on a podcast, Imagine how you can help them in your paid offers. Point two, be in this drum a little bit, but relevant and valuable content that aligns with your offers. Relevant as in it's content that you, that is linked to your offer that you teach on, that you help your clients with. Valuable as in it's content like we talked about that they are going to really resonate with and walk away with like a mini transformation. So something that I do with my launch clients as part of their podcast strategy is we identify one offer. This doesn't mean that you can only use your podcast to generate these for one offer, 
But starting out with my clients, just to have a bit of focus and a bit of a plan, we identify one offer. Usually they're high ticket offer that's four or five figures. And then we also identify three to four content pillars that align with that offer. So we align with the listener, we align with the offer, we align with the problem that we're trying to solve with our podcast. It's all interwoven. And I think that's definitely something that a lot of business owners are missing. A podcast is like a puzzle and every piece needs to fit in with the next piece, with the next piece in order for you to see the results. It's not complicated. You just need to have the strategy behind it. And so having those content pillars that are linked to your offer will help you create content that not only your audience, your listener needs to hear, but it's really natural for you to lead in to your offer. Okay. So using the example of a nutrition coach, I would expect you to talk about healthy eating, um, balanced diet. I wouldn't expect you to be talking about basketball. (laughs) I know that's really random, but you know what? Just to give you an example, because all that does is, is create confusion. And yeah, if you want, like if you're passionate, one of your hobbies is basketball and you decide to create a podcast episode about your love for basketball, your listeners are going to be so confused. Yeah, they get to know you more on a, on a personal level, but what the heck has this got to do? I, I listen to this show to learn about balanced diets and healthy eating. Um, I don't see how basketball fits into this. And then for you as the expert, how on earth are you then going to lead in to your offer, which might be a three month group coaching program to help them, I don't know, fit into their ideal dress size without yo-yo dieting, whatever it might be. How does basketball help you to sell that offer at the end or during the episode? It doesn't. And so that's why it's really, really, really important for you to align your content with your offers. Trust and credibility play such an important role in converting listeners into clients. It doesn't matter how big your listenership is. If you can build a reputation as an authority in your niche, converting into your programs will become easy. And remember, we want to be able to tap into your audience's goals, their dreams, their pain points, and show them how your high-ticket offer can bridge the gap between where they are now and where they want to be. And then number three, consistency and frequency. I'm sure y'all are like rolling your eyes at the word consistency because everyone uses the word consistency. But I promise you with podcasting, it is one of the things that will keep you going. Podcasting is not something that you can start, stop. Oh, I'm going to skip a week here. Oh, I'm just not going to do it you have to remain consistent. It's for you, but also when it comes to your audience, being consistent allows you to continue to build that trust with them. To be able to leverage podcasting for conversion, you have to maintain a consistent publishing schedule. 
So if you haven't launched it, this is something that I ask my launch clients, my VIP clients, multiple times <laughs> during our time together, because it's a new beast. So you really want to think about, do you want to do a weekly podcast or do you want to release every fortnight? Like what would work best for you? There's really, really no judgment if you start off fortnightly and then build yourself up. And then finally, we have a strong call to action. I can't tell you how important it is just because I've been there myself. I know for some, it might feel weird selling on a podcast, but honestly, you, something that I've really tried to remind myself is that you are doing yourself a disservice, not letting your listeners know how you can support them further, because there's only so much you can put in a 20, 25 minute podcast episode. You're giving them a quick win. You're giving them an aha. You're giving them a mini transformation, but the real stuff, the really powerful stuff happens when they work with you. So you have to let them know how they can do that. In fact, I am going to make my own calls action right now so that you can see how it's done. So if any of this resonates and you would like any help with creating your podcast strategy, please, I would love to chat with you. Either hit the link in the show notes below to book your 90-minute session, or if you have any initial questions, feel free to reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram at too busy to podcast, and we can have a chat around if the session is the right fit for you. There you go. You have the next steps. To quickly recap, please focus less on getting more and more and more listeners. More doesn't necessarily mean more conversions. Your conversions are likely, especially at launch, to come from your existing audience, whether that's from Instagram, whether that's from your email list, wherever you have been building your community before you launch your podcast and then you launch and they've just got another place to pour into you. That is usually where your conversion is going to come from because they've already been in your world. What I love about podcasting is it speeds up that it collapses time in the buyer's journey. Like they, you don't have to wait for them to see your post or maybe not see your post on social media. You don't have to wait for them to open your email in their, you know, if their inbox is anything like mine, bombarded with all the emails from all the people. They can just listen to you for 20, 25 minutes and hear what you have to say. You give them the goods, you give them the call to action, you demonstrate that you understand them so well, probably better than they understand themselves. And you create that content that aligns with your offer. That is what you should be focusing on when it comes to conversions from your podcast. So please let's ditch the fear of low listenership and instead shift your energy towards providing value, fostering engagement, and building trust with your existing audience. Well, I hope you found this episode helpful. I've had this one on my content plan for a while, 
really, really excited to record it for you. Next episode, we will be talking about creating content that aligns with your offers. I will see you in the next episode. And as always, let me know if anything's come up for you from this one. Head on over to Instagram and let me know your thoughts. I'm at Too Busy to Podcast. I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.